did take two weeks off so that's that is that um so two weeks ago now was thanksgiving week so we're calling that one a holiday break (laughs) last week i just simply couldn't (laughs) there was just so much like this is final season and final project season i did have a really big project due thursday so that's that's that, that we'll call that the reason why i took last week off but Um, I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to introduce a new structure in today's episode. Yes, last episode was a little bit chaotic um, because I don't really know what I'm doing and that's okay. (laughs) And so today I have decided to implement a structure with segments, baby, that is going to be consistent (laughs) throughout the remaining episodes. So we'll start with a pop culture roundup because y'all know that's I'm on that I know that stuff like the back of my hand so I barely had to do any research it's just literally things from the top of my head that I'm rounding up for you and then we're gonna do a cool segment called marketing move of the week and so that's how we tie in obviously my marketing major word of mouth amazing so we'll have one of those every week I may have honorable mentions if it gets down to it for me deciding between you know, a couple of different marketing tactics. This week there's one, but we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it, you know, we're keeping our options open. And then last we'll have like our main topic of the episode, which today is going to be me going through literally everything I've watched and read since March, um, giving a quick review. <laughs> there's almost 200, so we'll be quick with that. Um, hopefully this episode stays within a half hour uh, as it's supposed to, but you know, uh, <laughs> it, it might, it might not. So buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> so first let us start with that pop culture roundup. So first things first, Spotify wrapped was released, um, in the last two weeks since I've been gone. Um, if you don't know, uh, Spotify is my music streaming platform of choice. I'm not an Apple music kind of gal, unfortunately. Um, I did do the trial of that and I just, I didn't vibe with it. So here I am on Spotify with the student discount, which also gets me Hulu. Like I don't, Spotify is so superior. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> they do at the end of every year, Spotify wrapped, which recaps your music listening patterns, like your podcast listening patterns, things like that. So I'm going to very quickly um, give you the highlights of my <laughs> embarrassing, <laughs> like it's really bad. Um, my embarrassing Spotify wrapped. If I can find it, I literally, where is this on my app here? We're going to take a pause real quick. Okay. So I found it. (laughs) We are looking at, you know, the story version of your 2020 wrapped. So let's take a look. So I discovered 422 new artists this year, which I feel like honestly is kind of low. I've seen most people like upwards of a thousand, but I have to say I did only start really listening to Discover Weekly consistently within the past month. Um, I'll I'll get into my listening patterns later, but I think 422 is still a lot. Um, my top genre, my top genre was pop. Um, 
every indie person on TikTok that I follow was complaining about how even though they didn't want theirs to be pop, it was pop. So here we are. My number two, uh, no surprise to me, is show tunes. Um, yeah, no shame there. Number three was rock, which I actually wasn't expecting, but I'm really, really happy about that, actually. I, I feel like I love a lot of classic rock. I listen to a lot of oldies, so I feel like that's where that comes from. Number four was Hollywood, and I'd love to know what is defined as Hollywood because I feel like that's just an extension of certain show tunes. Is it the Lemonade Mouth soundtrack? <laughs> like, what is what is Hollywood? Um, and number five, like I read it and I'm like, should I be sharing that? It's adult standards. Is that just like oldies? Is that just like popular oldies? I feel like that's what it is because all I do is listen to like 80s and 70s music. So I feel like that's what that means. Can't be certain. Um, oh, let's get to the fun, the fun top songs. So my top I, I don't know where to begin. This album that I'm about to discuss got me through a lot this year in general. Um, and it does it does indeed take up the top five of my top songs of the year. Um, so it is Fine Line by Harry Styles is my top album. Um, and my top songs in order are Golden, Adore You, <laughs> Sunflower Volume 6, which I feel like specifically Adore You and Sunflower Volume 6 I didn't go out of my way to listen to those. And yet here they are on my on my list. Like I feel like I put on Golden with a purpose. And then these following two, number four is Cherry. <sighs> oh, Harry Styles, how you get my depression. Um, and my number five is to be so lonely. So literally my depression listens. Like I go out of my way to click on those songs. So I'm shocked by Adore You in Sunflower Volume 6. Um my whole playlist for 2020 is much better. Like I must say, there's a lot of Alanis Morissette, much more folklore by Taylor Swift, thank God. Um, and my top podcast was Chatty Broads by Becca and Jess. Um, one of my favorite Bachelor podcasts, yes. Um, my second one was the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. My third one was the Game of Roses. Fourth was We Bought a House. Um, and my last one was Armchair Expert by Dak Shepard, which I feel like I really fell off this year, if I'm being honest, that that podcast has not been much of a priority for me. Um, I'm a pioneer, is what they tell me here at Spotify, because I listened to Wish I Could Be Your Girl before it hit 50,000 streams. What an excellent song, by the way. Let me look up who the artist is. I, that was one of the ones I found on my Discover Weekly. Um, they really hit me with that one. I think it's in my fall 2020 playlist, as it should be. I must say, my fall playlist slaps right now. It's by Christiane, K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-E. Fabulous. I love it. I've been listening to it nonstop, as I should. And I highly recommend it. My top decade of listening was the 2000s, and apparently Fallen For You by Kobe Calais was the top song in that, which is fine. And then what you've all been waiting for. Um, I listened to 1,072 artists this year, but here, here were my top ones. No surprise. Number one is Harry Styles. <laughs> number two is Taylor Swift. Good. Um, wish folklore was more prevalent in my top five because what a masterpiece of an album that was. Number three is Billie Eilish. No surprise. That she's, she was my number one last year, but she didn't put out a new album that I listened to literally every day this year like she did last year. So well, you, you take what you can get. And then Vince Guaraldi is my number four. Um, if you don't know who that is, 
you shouldn't because he's literally, he wrote the score for Charlie Brown. Um, and I listen to that score when I'm studying. So, yes. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin Waltz is a banger, okay? Listen to it. It really helps. It really helps me study. And my top, number five artist was Fleetwood Mac. Yes, I was very happy to see that because um, I didn't like heavily start listening to them until later in the year. Like I always loved Fleetwood Mac, but TikTok really gave them a renaissance here. So I do say renaissance, right? My history teacher made me, if <laughs> he made me say it that way, he made us all say it that way um, because nay is new in whatever language they, so it's renaissance. Okay. Anyways, so that was my Spotify wrapped. I've spent eight minutes talking about my Spotify wrap. So we're going to we're gonna move on to more of the regular pop culture roundup stuff. Um, so on December 1st, Nick and Priyanka, um, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra Jonas, <laughs> celebrated their two-year anniversary. Um, I wasn't going to include this, but I just thought, like, doesn't it feel like that wedding was, like, at least four years ago? Like... <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel like it was a 2018 wedding, especially with like Joe and Sophie getting married so recently. It just felt so much longer ago because it was such a big deal in the news because it was like a 10 day situation as it should be. That's what they deserve. But like it was it was shocking to me that it was only two years. Anyways, congratulations to Nick and Priyanka. What a what a feat you you <laughs> you've accomplished here. Um, so after that. Harry Styles um, posted just simply the best comeback at um, Miss Candace Owens for criticizing him for wearing a dress um, when she wears pantsuits. Anyways, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, but basically he used her own words against her and captioned a photo bring back manly men of him eating a banana dressed up in beautiful baby blue couture suit. We love him. So that was excellent. What an excellent move. Um, and I just, I, there's no real pop culture prevalence. I just wanted to talk about it. So that's good. Oh, okay. Next one is interesting. So there's this Instagram account called Dumois, D-E-U-X-M-O-I, which does a lot of like blind items and celebrity gossip, um, which is where I get a lot of my pop culture information, by the way. Like I knew Monster with Shawn Mendes and Justin Bieber was coming out probably like a month before it was released because someone inside the music industry said that they had like a lineup of songs being released on that particular day. So people were like shocked when it came out. I was like, girl, I knew this. <laughs> I knew this for a while. So this is a really prevalent Instagram account. And Hailey Bieber posted to her story saying she now knows who it is. Um, the cool thing about it was like the anonymity of it all. And like, we don't know who's the person behind it all. We don't know if they're in the industry, if they're just garnering an audience that is in the industry. Um, so it's really, really interesting to see this all unfold because she, it didn't seem like someone told her, she said, I should be in the FBI. So like, can we all find out too? Is it knowledge that we can access if we dig a little deeper? Cause I hadn't even really thought about it. Cause I thought it would just be like a nobody like me running this account, but here we are. Uh, Haley Bieber knows who it is and she isn't sharing. Wow. All right. Moving on to music. Sean Mendes and Miley Cyrus both released new albums. Miley Cyrus's was two weeks ago, I believe. And then Sean Mendes was just this past week. Miley Cyrus's album, Plastic Hearts, her first like real venture into rock, which I am absolutely thrilled with. We'll talk about that in a moment, but let's talk about Sean Mendes's new album first, Wonder. Um, I'll just give an overall review of this album. Um, I really 
Oh, God. I could talk about why I don't like him and Camila together for like probably five to ten minutes if you gave me it. But uh, I just don't like her as a person. I think Sean deserves better. Oh, sorry. I said it. But uh, so this album being all about her does not sit right with me. <laughs> so I can't listen to any song just like point blank how it is. I, I listen to them and I think about her and it frustrates me. So while this album is beautifully written and excellently produced, I must say there's a lot of great production quality to this album. Um, I don't know a ton about music, but I know like the way every song is edited so precisely is just and mixed. Oh, lovely. Um, just even as like a listener, I can hear it and appreciate the nuances and like the themes through the album. Um, so the way that like wonder kind of picks up in the second half, there's a theme of that picking up throughout the whole album, which I like. Um, but yeah, it's just hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to listen to it when I know, when I know Camila is like the inspiration for it all, Ugh. but I'll give my top couple of songs off that album. So I really like teach me how to love. I like 305 and look up at the stars. Those are my top three, probably very good, very good album. Sean is so talented and you really can't say otherwise. <laughs> like, I don't know. He just has a way with lyrics. I've been a Sean fan since like, oh God, 2014, 15, right after he left MagCon and like before he got super big, like when he released something big, um, right in that era is when I got interested in him. I do have a playlist called Sean Starter Pack. So that's for people who didn't listen to his old stuff. <laughs> Hit me up for it. It's on my Spotify account. Um, pretty great playlist. Um, but I will say his last album, like I, it can't be topped. His self-titled, so, so good. And it was so underappreciated. Like in my blood, yeah. Like that was mainstream radio, blah, blah, blah. But <sighs> songs like Fallen All In You and Mutual. Oh, what a good album. Anyways, so he did not, he didn't live up with this one is all I'll say. Um, Miley Cyrus's new album, Plastic Hearts. Fantastic. I actually only listened for the first time today. I don't know why I was so behind on it. And we'll talk about why I finally decided to listen in just a moment. But just, she, I feel like she's really coming into her own. Like this is what she's supposed to be singing music in this style. It just feels so right. Her voice is like made for it. Um, I haven't had time to analyze which ones I really like the best. I really enjoyed, I'll, j I'll just talk about like a couple ones that come to mind. Um, so the very first song, WTF, Do I Know? <sighs> it like just brought me into the whole mindset for this album and I loved it. That's a top, top tier. Angels Like You, oof, that was good. Um, Night Crawling featuring Billy Idol. Featuring Billy Idol, like the features on this album are insane. So there's Dua Lipa, which we know. She did Prisoner with Dua Lipa. Billy Idol, Joan Jett, who, pardon me? And then obviously the um, Edge of Midnight, which is like Edge of 17 and Midnight Sky remix with Stevie Nicks, pardon me? <laughs> so this is just like a no skip album, must listen. So, so good. Um, so I just wanted to put y'all on that real quick. Um, and last in our pop culture roundup news, there will almost always be some sort of Bachelor news on this list. Um, and this week it is that 
Lauren Bushnell Lane and Chris Lane are expecting their first child together. Um, the quarantine pregnancies have struck yet again. Um, congratulations to these two. Lauren was on Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor, got engaged to Ben Higgins, and then broke it off shortly thereafter. Ben Higgins is now re-engaged to his girlfriend, her his most recent girlfriend, I believe her name is Jessica, but Lauren found love with country singer Chris Lane, and so congratulations to those two. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say because I don't, I don't, I honestly don't follow them, but I knew it was news, so. <laughs> Anyways, that is that. We are moving on now to the marketing move of the week. This, okay, ready? So the marketing move of the week is going to highlight a play um, that is either done by a play. I'm saying this like I'm Game of Roses talking about the parasocial play of the week, which is kind of this. Um, Marketing move of the week will be whether it is a person performing a public relations act to market their product or if it's just like an ad that is super cool or like intelligent. Um, I saw some really good, like a really good political ad for – the Georgia election with um, it used like the night before Christmas that the rhyme scheme. Oh, fantastic. But that is not, that is not my marketing move of the week. This has to do with Miley Cyrus's new album, Plastic Hearts. Oh, Miley. Miss Miley was very active on TikTok this week and maybe if not her, then her PR team for sure. But people were like posting nonstop videos of if Miley Cyrus comments on this, I'll do da 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 da. Um, one of them most prominently was like, we'll get my nipples pierced and a tattoo in the same day. One of them was like, I'll get a tattoo of whatever she wants. Um, one of them was, we'll recreate the Twilight baseball scene because, because this couple looked a ton like Alice and Jasper from Twilight. It was just, oh my God. It was such a great, such a great thing because you would see all the before posts and then they would video reply to her comments and every time you went to the comments of section the comment section of these videos when they would come up and you just you knew Miley would be there and there she was there she was in their comments so excellent excellent move by Miley in promoting her new album Plastic Hearts which we all now deserve to listen to this marketing is the reason why I actually finally sat down and listened to it today I had been meaning to but like that's what reminded me that's what put it at the top of my list so Congratulations, Miley. You've you've done it. You've gotten the the very first, the first weekly, first annual <laughs> marketing move of the week. Fantastic. All right. Now we're really kicking it in a high gear here. Um, very much looking forward to the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is <laughs> everything I've watched since March. Um, <laughs> there's so much. Oh my God, there's almost 200 and I'm going to just try my best to keep this to 15 minutes, just reading through them and kind of like talking about the basics of the things I watched. So I, as most people did, when we went into quarantine, spent a lot of extra time watching things, reading things. Um, I did not keep a list for the month of March, but I started the month of April, like literally the first day of April and have noted Um, separately every season of something I've watched, every movie I've watched, every book I've read, anything of that nature. And so (laughs) here we go. We're just going to dive right in. Um, So in April, the first thing I watched was Onward because it was put on Disney Plus for our viewing pleasure. Um, That was my first time seeing that. I really did enjoy it. Do recommend. 
I rewatched all of Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> Y'all, I had, we needed comfort movies and, or comfort shows at the, and movies. You'll see. Um, I've also on this list noted things that I've watched before. So this was a rewatch, rewatching all of Wizards of Waverly Place. That was my favorite Disney Channel show. Was so happy to be viewing it again. Uh, 10 out of 10. Obviously, always recommend. I w- and then I watched the Wizards of Waverly Place Alex versus Alex special. Mm, fantastic. So good. Next thing I watched in April was Little Women, Greta Gerwig's 2019 version. I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. And then my family rented it and watched it together, and it was so good. I was so happy. That was my first um, viewing experience of Little Women ever. I had not watched any of the previous versions. Um, so it was it was an excellent introduction to the world of the March family. Would recommend for sure. Next movie I watched was Midsummer. Oof. So this... Oh, Ari Aster, I think is the name of the director. He also directed Hereditary. So um, yeah, this uh, <laughs> this shit was bothersome. Uh, I could not sleep well for a couple nights after watching this. Like I am such a baby when it comes to like horror films. For some reason, American Horror Story never bothered me because, and I recently was talking about this with someone, because they like peel back the layers of the scary thing and show you wh- exactly why it's not scary. So I think... I think that's why I can do American Horror Story, but can't do movies like like horror films. Like, I, I just can't. I don't know. Um, so Midsummer, I did watch. <laughs> and while while it was disturbing, I will, I'll describe it as a feminist movie. Absolutely, I will. So you can watch and see for yourself why exactly I think that. But Midsummer was great. We love Florence Pugh. We love the eyebrows guy from Maze Runner. You know, you know the one. Uh, Chidi from The Good Place was in it. Uh, yeah. So we really appreciate that. <laughs> I am just realizing how long this is going to take. Oh my God. This is going to be a long episode. I don't think <laughs> if you, you don't have to stick around if you don't want to be honest, but we're doing it anyways. Okay. So up next, I watched McMillions, which oh, so good. So it was a six part, I want to say documentary um, on the Monopoly scandal at McDonald's and how like the Italian mafia got involved in it. Like, oh my God. So this was, this happened when I was really young. So I didn't know any of the story. My family all watched it together. Like, you know, we were all, (laughs) your family probably hated each other in April. You know, you were staying in the house for so much, only talking to each other, but this brought us together. We, we, (laughs) for six nights in a row, we sat down in front of the TV and watched McMillions. I highly, highly recommend it. So good. Um, the next thing I watched was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was a rewatch and is my favorite movie of all time. Comfort movie. We have a theme. The ninth thing I watched in April was season seven of One Tree Hill. I had been working through One Tree Hill since like October of last year. So I had finally finished season seven this April. Um, it's fine. Like, I think you should watch One Tree Hill once just to like catch up on your history, like your Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush pop culture history. Like, that's important. But I don't think you need to watch One Tree Hill if you don't, if you already you know, if you lived through them dating and everything and getting married. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Me too. So next I watched Snowpiercer on Netflix with Chris Evans. Um, it was like good. <laughs> Wasn't great. I had watched it because, um, Ashley, who's best dressed on YouTube, um, said it was like one of her favorite films, which I can understand because she's a film student. So she was looking at it like cinematographic cinematographically well I don't know 
Um, so she understands the nuances and the depth of like the shots and what goes into making like this one train having a bunch of different environments and the crazy sets that go into it, which I can appreciate. I just didn't love <laughs> how it came together and how the story unfolded. That's what I like to focus on more as someone who like, I don't know, considers myself a writer. I'm very picky with plots, like so, so picky. My family will tell you this. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just love, 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 love to point out um, <laughs> plot holes and, and things that don't make logistical sense. And it bothers them so much. And you know what? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I am obsessed and I'm okay with it. So Snowpiercer was not that great for me. Oh my God. Next, I watched Call Me By Your Name for the very first time. What an excellent film. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Um, the way I wanted to be in Italy so bad after I watched that, it hurt. It really did. Remember how I said I was taking Italian on Duolingo? That just made me want to go more <laughs> to Italy. It was so sad for me. So sad. I then watched the first season of Too Hot to Handle because I feel like we were all watching anything at this point. Um, I binged it in one night. Like I literally started at 2 a.m., finished the next day at 10 a.m., and then went to bed. So um, <laughs> that sounds pretty pretty accurate for the contents of that show and what what that show really did for pop culture there. <laughs> I then finished Little Fires Everywhere because I it was coming out weekly on Hulu at that point. I had read the book. Oh my God, they did an excellent adaptation. Um, they changed uh, a few things actually, um, but I really enjoyed the changes they made. I think it made it more modern and relevant. Um, it was supposed to be set in the 90s, I believe, but this was a little more like 2000s-y. Um, but it was, it was so good. I love the character Izzy. Um, everyone, all the actors, like the thing with a lot of shows nowadays is that like teens are usually like casted as 20 year olds, but all these teenagers were like the age they were supposed to be. So like Izzy was 12, like, um, oh God, why can't I remember any other names? <laughs> but they were all like 16 and I think 18 was supposed to be the oldest. So like the, it was accurate and it felt more real that way. And Reese Witherspoon's performance always gives me chills. Like, I love how she knows she has this privilege and plays like white roles or roles that examine white privilege in this way. And I think um, for her to be able to, you know, she was the one who brought this movie or not movie for this adaptation to light because her book club uh, made this book quite popular so I think what she has done to, you know, show the raw realities of what privilege is, is so important. And uh, just, I love Reese Witherspoon. I really do. She's done the same thing with like Big Little Lies. So I think, I think that's really, really cool. Um, okay. Next, I rewatched The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Enough said. Comfort movie. You definitely have to watch if you haven't. Um, next, I watched the Lizzie McGuire movie because I was simping for Italy. So a rewatch, obviously excellent. Next, we watched Troop Zero. This is still April. <laughs> I have spent 10 minutes talking about April. <laughs> oh my God. I might just do like three months. That bell was my pillow. I, there was a pillow with a bell on it next to me and I whacked it. So you heard that. That's what that was. Okay. Next, my family watched Troop Zero. Um, which was pretty good. Uh, I didn't love it. I was not in it for the probably the first half. Um, 
which typically would make me want to give up on a movie, but I pushed through and the ending was pretty good. So love that. Uh, Aladdin, we watched, or I watched on my own next. <laughs> it was a rewatch, obviously. This is one of my like top animated Disney films. My top being Hercules. Um, Tangled is up there. Um, I can't think of non-Pixar Disney movies right now, but they'll come to me. It's okay. So Aladdin, fantastic comfort movie. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. I'm going to keep saying that. Okay, next. Um, my mother showed me Terms of Endearment, which was like one of her favorite movies. And so I wanted to, I wanted to love it. I really did. Um, I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> like I cried a lot. Like I did cry a lot. But I just, again, I'm one of those people who loves to point out plot holes and like how communication can make any like rom-com better. I'm that person who's like, oh my God, if they just talked about it, <laughs> this whole issue would be resolved. So that's, that's basically my experience with that film. Um, next, next, next. I watched Shrek the Musical. I, I mean, I had seen the show, but I had never watched the movie. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Oh my God. Next, I watched the series on Netflix, Normal People, which is based off the novel by Sally Rooney, which I still haven't read. I do want to read it so bad. I'm actually rewatching this right now because it was so good. It does such a great job of like capturing a relationship and all the different, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times in shows and movies, they'll be like, oh yeah, it's like, or they'll skip over people like going back to their ex or going back to people that they had once found comfort in. And they'll be like, no, like I'm never talking to them again. But this show like shows the realities of like detaching from someone like and coming back to them multiple times in a relationship and like how that affects you two as humans. Oh my God. Oh, so good. It's a little spicy. So if you're not into that, don't watch it. But after that, I finished season eight of One Tree Hill. I watched that in this month. Um, and then I rounded out April with watching the first season of Outer Banks, uh, which I've then proceeded to watch two more times and am currently in the middle of my fourth time watching. So that was April, baby. I'm looking at my clock and we're at a half hour. And <laughs> oh my God, maybe I should just do like, one of these per episode. I think that's what I'm going to do. So this podcast is messy already um, because I really don't want to go back and edit this, all the parts where I said I'm going to talk about <laughs> about the next month or about all the months and change it to being just April. So I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to do one of these uh, per episode. It'll be a segment that we're just going through the months and what I watched. So this was April 2020 that you've just heard. Um, next week I will be talking about May, 2020. Um, there were 24 items in May, 2020, and I just went through 22 of April. So I think timing wise, this is going to work out really well. Um, there will be a bigger topic next week as well. Not just, um, this as the main segment. Um, but I think that'll be a good way to move through this a little bit better because obviously I could sit here for several hours and talk about, everything through now 
which again, I'm going to reemphasize this, is almost 200 things. So <laughs> there we go. Um, look forward to, so the segments, let's just, let's discuss that real quick. We'll include a pop culture roundup. We'll include a marketing move of the week and we'll include a recap of what I watched in a month in 2020. And then we'll move into a main topic. So thank you for sticking around for this one. This was chaotic. Um, I did get a microphone. So hopefully the sound quality was a lot better on this episode. Um, I really appreciate people sticking around and listening. This is just like a kind of a nice, fun outlet for me uh, creatively and also vocally and therapeutically. So um, I've had a lot of like positive feedback from friends who listened to last episode. I'm not really trying to market this. I'm just trying to have it as a thing that exists. So I'm not like telling my family or like posting it on my public account or anything. So if you're friends with me, that's why you're here. Probably. That's probably the only reason you're here. Um, thank you for listening friends. Um, I, as always, if you are, are not already, please follow, uh, our account on Instagram our my account for this podcast on Instagram at word of mouth pod. And we'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>